Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome to episode 34, season 3, episode 5 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. We are back, guys. We hope you have had a good half term. Um, it's been a bit of a mix-up on it, yeah. so... Or or are having a good half term. Yeah, because this is it. Some people are on half term this week. We had it last week. Yeah. How was it for you, Adam? How's your week been? Uh, well, I had my half term last week with... Um, and the same time as my daughter, who's obviously in nursery. Uh, my wife, who obviously is a teacher at my old school, is on it this week when right. my when my daughter's supposed to be back in school. So obviously from the get-go, I was a bit like, you've got the look of the draw there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just... <laughs> you know, you've got... Randy like, Savage you've got, again. We've, we've, obviously got, we've obviously got Max, our, our seven-month-old. Uh, seven months? Is it seven months or is it more than that? Someone asked me You that. know, mate, you're his dad. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Wait, what are we? Oh, yeah, seven months. Right. I always the count the months on my hands still, even in front of the kids. <laughs> even for, What's the short date, sir? It's uh, November, what's that? <laughs> January, February, March. 11, dog. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a tough week, but, you know, we've both been, I had the kids last week, they were pretty poorly, you know, they were, you know, they weren't like that bad, but they were they were they were under weather so much so I couldn't really do much with them. And then Isla came out in chicken pox, and then it's just been so she's actually been off school. Yeah. Um, this week, so I, you know, kind of to my wife, like, <laughs> unlucky. Should, you shouldn't have rubbed it in, eh? When you know, when I was at home with them, she'd be getting in, and I'd just be like, oh my god. Yeah. And then this week, I've just been swanning in, just like, <laughs> how's your day been, lovely? Yeah. Uh, but now, nah, obviously, you know, they, they, they're getting over it, so they're okay. But been back in work three days, and it has been. You know, I, I don't know whether it's Halloween, whether the clock's changing, whether the night yeah. is, is There's darker. There's a lot going on, isn't there? But it's absolute bedlam. But there has obviously been some nice moments. And one really nice moment happened today where I was taking a year one PE class, right? Yeah. And I was explaining to them about the next topic, about all this stuff. And I said, has anyone got any questions so uh, this girl put a hand up, lovely girl, put a hand up, and I said, uh, yeah, and she went, uh, uh, I can't remember. I went, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. If you think of it, let me know. Another kid kind of like, so what are we doing in PE? And oh, and one of them always puts hand up, don't they? Just like, I had potatoes for tea last night. <laughs> like, nice one. I didn't know that. It's not a question. N- nice one, It's a yeah. statement, not a question. So then, this, so then this, this girl put a hand up and was just like, I remember, and I went, oh yeah, go on. And she went, I like your hair. <laughs> and I just, honestly, at that point, I was I was kind of a bit like, this day is tough. But when she said that, I was just, thank you. But like you said, not a question, but appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
but no, it's been just like it's just been it's just getting back in it. Yeah, that first break, and then now it's like now you're kind of on the countdown to crim though. Aren't it is. You? It is. It is that time of the year. Things things are a bit hectic with like you say the. The clock's going forward. That extra hour that, oh. if you're a parent, you definitely don't get. I had, do you know, for the first time in ages, I was I was up in the club at the weekend yeah. when the clocks went back. And I didn't realise this for so long until the DJ was just like, okay, guys, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, but actually it's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was just a bit like, what? I was batting just like, you what? Then someone was like, mate, the clocks. And I was just like, bat clocks, you know. But, um... I've never got that. I've never. No. I, I don't know when you're supposed to earn an hour in bed because you see that thing on well, Facebook one, yeah. where it's just like, oh, the clocks are going back. That means an extra. It means an extra nothing. I've got kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, how's your uh, how's your week back? Been no, before? same, same. So I've not been back in my school yet. Uh, I'll be back in tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be um, on, on the same sort of level there. But yeah, no, it's been just. I've actually been all right. I've had today off, which is. Uh, a rarity. That's so amazing. Yeah, I actually went to the gym this morning, and I was the only one in the gym, so I did nothing. No, I did, I did but yeah. So um, the funny. So I, I didn't pretend to lift. <laughs> yeah, I'm <wasn't> pretending. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was at a school in Monday. It was funny actually. I was in a school in Monday. I did a big day to loads of teachers. You were at a school what on Monday? On Monday, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, I think you said in Monday. No, on Monday. I think you said in Monday. All right. Well. On Definitely said it, didn't he, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the, the executive head, sort or the the leader of the school alliance. I love that name, by the way. The executive head. It's like the executive producer. Isn't it? I always think that they're just in the background. They're not really heavily involved. Just they're not going the to be doing the interviews when the film's rolling out for its premiere. But they're just going to be watching how things are going, yeah, making yeah. sure that no one's ruining it. Um, the executive head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that's what it's about now, isn't it? It's like, try and make yourself sound as busy as possible by putting as many words in front yeah. of your titles. So the you're not vice just... principal executive head. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do? Oh, I just... <laughs> my job at Ofsted... Uh, I just play Minesweeper, actually. Yeah. So, um... So anyway, so... I got there, and obviously it's Monday morning, first day back, and I'm just sort of a bit groggy, and she said... Yeah. Uh, so how do you, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. You know, you, you can imagine not a morning person. She just went, are you, are you, you're not a morning person, are you? And I was like, nah, to be honest, I'm just not a first day back at after half term person. <laughs> but it was funny because I did my little uh, rant about certain things in education during the day. And, uh, you're ranting? Yeah, Never. I, I know. I don't I know. believe it. <laughs> so I'm sort of making a joke about alliteration, which, you know, I've talked about on the pod before. And... Um, one of the heads comes at break and he's like, uh, and it was sort of a bit north, a bit further north than this. So he was sort of going, so you're sort of saying about, uh, <laughs> here's me and my accents again. There you go. So you're sort of saying about alliteration, but you know, you do that too, Mr. Peas in a pod, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he goes, so how can you say alliteration if you're doing that with the podcast? You shouldn't be using alliteration. I went, no, no, no. Basically, what I'm saying is, like, teachers love it. That's why we do it. That's why it's ICT with Mr. P and not computing with Mr. P. It was already the computing curriculum. But if it was computing with Mr. P, it wouldn't rhyme and therefore wouldn't be as successful. I said, I'm identifying the issue, making a joke of it. I'm definitely buying into it. And he's like, all right. Anyway, I listened. Balashat. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah. 
What a joker! <laughs> and I went, "Cheers, mate." <laughs> like he was joking, joking, he was joking oh sort God. of thing. But he probably he probably believed it. I loved it. I was laughing my head off because he was like, "Cause you know, I call them boot looks here." I call them boot looks, and I'm going, do you mean book looks? He goes, yeah, boot looks, because it's a lot less threatening than a scrutiny. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, I get that, I get that. And he goes, and then you're saying I shouldn't be doing that, and and, and you're doing your two Mr. P's, and he's like joking with me sort yeah, of yeah. thing. But yeah, it was funny, boot look, doing a boot look. Doing a boot look. Yeah, so, um, so that's been my week. And uh, yeah, first of all, just got to uh, run something by Adam, actually, because uh, I did a little video on my Facebook page, couple of weeks ago which was like top 10 top 10 and it's a bit of an O from me here so we'll get on tomorrow as, as the episode goes on but um mate doing top 10 teacher well-being fails right so right. basically all these in i'm doing the air uh, quotation marks yeah the old uh well-being the old, yeah so things teachers schools are doing for well-being that actually don't do anything for well-being you know yoga and the likes yeah, well, yeah some yeah. of which we've talked about on the pod before so I sort of said about, you know... Uh, Talked about a lot on this pod, lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, got, got, getting a mug of chocolate. Getting a mug of chocolate, filling it with chocolate, leaving it on a teacher's desk with a little post-it note. And I'm sort of saying, you know, great gesture of appreciation, token of appreciation, but it's not going to solve well-being. Then I sort of make a joke saying someone did that to you and your type 1 diabetic would have killed you, mm-hmm. right? Turns out, and I'll hold my hands up here, my ignorance, because it's been in the news recently, Paul... Hollywood, didn't he? The great British Bake Off guy. The old soggy bottom himself. <laughs> yeah. He actually made a similar sort of joke where he said something like, it's diabetes on a plate, and that's tended to offend quite a lot of people. I mean, I have to say, you know, it, it, it's not it's not me to get offended by something like that. Like, it really isn't. Um... Well, this is what I want to clear up. So, for anyone listening who thinks giving some with diabetes, Adam, next to me, type 1... Giving him loads of chocolate wouldn't. I love that. That them brackets you just use. Uh, <laughs> Brother Adam, open type one, close. Uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So turns out, giving him a load of chocolate wouldn't kill you, would it? No, it wouldn't. It obviously wouldn't kill me, um, unless I choked on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it's 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 kind of obviously what people think, and it's and it's it's a lot of people think because I, you know I'm a I'm a big lover of. Of fizzy drinks, I used to, and I've spoke about it on the podcast. Uh, you love you know, one of the one of the earliest eps, yeah, was where I did Pharaoh in Joe's from the set, like the Dreamcoat, and Dad promised me basically like a Dr Pepper a night, a little five hundred mil bottle a night <laughs> when I when I went and did it in school. Now people think I got diagnosed with type one diabetes when I was nineteen, and people think I got diabetes because I was you died. I used to used to drink loads of fizzy drinks, which is absolute rubbish. Um, but you can is type two no, is more diet twos right. you can kind of guys. You're listening to education podcast. We're educating yeah, you. Yeah, type two is one way you can kind of uh, not in all cases, but you can you know you can control it with your diet and things like that. My one is actually from when I got told was it's hereditary. Is that the right word? Yeah. Well, granddad, didn't it? Skips a generation, yeah. So, obviously, you know, my kids, fair dues, but my grandkids, sorry. <laughs> Doomed. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's one of them. And But I have to say, I mean, people getting offended by Paul Hollywood saying it's a plate of diabetes or whatever. Yeah. Diabetes on a plate. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it's I mean, getting people silly, need to, People just need to chill out. I mean, there's things that are bang out of order. But at the end of the day, I'd have been watching that 
and he just said, you know, say it's a massive what up that upside down pineapple cake. Is that? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah. I think it's in Friends, isn't it? Is it Possibly. Friends? You know, where Joey and no, Chandler and Rachel are uh, eating the cake off the floor. Was it oh, right, upside yeah. down? I can't remember. Cake? Anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> uh, you know. If Paul Hollywood would have had a proper plate of that with a proper glazed, like, sugary thing and just went like, diabetes on a plate, I'd have just been like, <laughs> defo is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's how I would have reacted. And now yeah. I know, the thing is, it's diabetes is a horrible thing. I absolutely hate having it, hate having it from the get-go. But I kind of, I used to say this, when, you remember that saying that Paul Rudd did in, um, I'm sure it was like forgetting Sarah Marshall where he's playing that chilled out surf guy and he goes like, hey man, when life gives you lemons, just say F the lemons and bail. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. Where it's obviously, you know, make lemonade, make the best out of it. So I I, I used to, I remember a Facebook status I had read like, when life gives you diabetes, just F the diabetes and bail. But then I thought, you know, I just swore on Facebook in front of my mum. <laughs> my mum's not going to be happy. She's just told me what kitchen utensil she wants to be. I'm offering her swear words in return. Um, but I, I, and, and there was one that came up the other day, and this was from nine years ago. So this is right in the plum time that I got diabetes. Right. And it was like, uh, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I got type 1 diabetes, forest, you gimp. <laughs> Which I think is a really original status, to be honest. And, and at the time, likes and stuff weren't big. I think you got one comment just being like, lol. And I was thinking, it deserves more than that. Could have been a reshare. Could have, you know, could have shared that. But um, no, so it's... It's right, one of just, them. I just feel like you, you've got to be very right, careful. I apologise. I apologise. I'm not going to take the video down because, like I say, it's been getting quite a lot of love. But uh, Well, no, no press is bad press <laughs> the bad boy of IT. Have IT. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's just, you've got to be so careful. Now I have to, the problem with it now is you just have to overthink everything. Like, we we do it with this pod sometimes. We overthink everything. Oh, you've like, edited me a few times. Oh, do you think, yeah. do you think, oh, people might... There might be someone sat there who gets... And I'm just thinking, why should we care? If you if you don't like what we say, don't listen. If you don't like what I post on Facebook, don't follow. But it's like, I don't know where we're going to be. That Jonathan Pye did a great video on it, on the whole Paul Hollywood. And even Obama. Obama today was doing a, a talk about woke culture. Did you watch it? And I didn't watch it. I don't know what woke culture is. Though. You know, when people say I'm woke... I'm woke and so I'm so clued up to all of this stuff that's going on. Oh, yeah. Like politically and environmentally and all that. And he was going, but what you've got to understand is being woke isn't then um, just basically being horrible to other people, which is what it becomes. Mm. So as soon as someone has a different view on social media, they get, you know, so much hate because of it. Yeah. And he's going, that's not woke. You've got to understand people will have different views, but they'll still, you know, love the wife and they'll still have... Uh, love the kids and they'll still yeah. be nice in certain ways well, but it's like this death by social media approach to everything now which winds me up but anyway hope you've uh, hope you've learned a some, little something there about yeah. type 1 diabetes and like when you said stuff like you know if you don't like what we're saying you know don't listen to the podcast but you know please subscribe just, rate maybe, and review <laughs> maybe carry on listening you might like the next bit <laughs> stop telling everyone stop. everyone's going to unfollow you and no one's going to listen to the pod you're going to be back full time Nah. By nah. the folk, fix I mean, We're only talking about a few people who just, you know, have to get, you know, just love a bit of social media. 
Yeah, but it's it's one of them. It's it's just I just think just just chill out. Just it's it's out. one of them though that, that like we're gonna see the worst of it now because obviously we've got another general election coming coming on. I've and heard so about this. I, I have to say, I, I, I do stay clear. I yeah. do stay clear. But the only, you're already seeing it. There was, there was some tweets today, and like one teacher basically made some sort of comment about, you know, um, it's so nice to hear that our children are taking a bit more of an interest in the. They're not. They're not liking Boris Johnson, and they think what he's doing is wrong. It was so something along the lines of, uh, it was so great to hear my my pupils so uh, enthusiastic and passionate about changing the country for the better oh my you wanted to see other teachers having a go basically the teachers who love the Tories because of free schools and all that nonsense one teacher went like I don't know who to vote for I mean the Tories are smashing education what <laughs> are you joking they've not I mean if unless you actually physically you mean physically smashing it to smithereens by the way they're underfunding it smithereens but they're like can't vote for Labour can't vote for Lib Dems you know Tories are smashing education but on other things are not so good don't know who to vote for it's like are you, people should just follow me where you get your you get your kind of politician or political views by watching Tenable <laughs> Because I watched Warwick Davis ask a question like the top 10 parties who had more than X amount of seats in the 2007. And I I don't know any of them that they say, <laughs> apart from obviously your classic Conservative and Labour and then Lib Dems, obviously. The rest of them, I mean, I've heard a Green Party, but that's only because I think they wanted to legalise the sweet marriage at one point is that just because the name someone someone told me that like uh, I'm voting Green Party like are you are you Uncle Terrence <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I mean to be fair though you've got to chill because they might be your most honest of Tories l- teachers listening to this being like what's he going on about no I'm not, I'm not well I don't know if you like working at a school that isn't funded properly. And... <laughs> oh, I love it. Even when All I'm going to say, it, though. Like, yeah, you just turn it into like, well, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to, you know, if you want to believe in a complete doofus, then yeah. Uh, well, um, what I will say. Smash education. <laughs> yeah, if you want to smash it to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Toy Story 2. Oh, Woody, it's going to blow the smithereens. <laughs> um, what I will say, though, is make sure you register to vote. You know, don't take it as, oh, I don't know who to vote for. Listen. I thought you were going to say to, to like, subscribe and review then. <laughs> but after all the ranting, you're going to just be like, but Sky, seriously, like, share and review. <laughs> it means we go up in the charts. No, no, no. But, yeah, make sure you register. Don't base it on personalities. Base it on policies. Because we're not America. It's not about one person. It's about the party being in charge. And, you know, um, you can't moan about anything if you don't get off your backside and vote. That's what I'm going to say on that. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I went on about it today. Nana Maureen. Oh. And I think that should lead us in to our first feature. Right, guys, Mr. P here, and I'm joined with the one, the only, Nana Maureen. How are we doing, Nana Maureen? Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been putting the world to rights. Honestly, I need to start this recording as soon as I get into your gaff, because you've been uh, you've been on one today, haven't you? Oh, I have. 
I've had all my moaning and groanings, what they should do and what they shouldn't do with this Brexit, whatever it's called. <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, you're not a fan of the upcoming election. Not a fan of the royal family either, are you? Not at all, no. <laughs> no, no. We should make you queen, I think. Eh, hey, I don't think so. What about if you make a Christmas Day speech this year? Well, I'd say, open your ears and open your mouth and tell, <laughs> tell idiots who are running your country to... <laughs> Go on. To wake up. Uh, honestly. Right, so, um, got a couple of questions for you, Nana Maureen. Go on, go on. From some of the listeners on the podcast group. Uh, what is your dance floor groove that gets you up dancing no matter what? Jiving. Oh, I used to love me jives. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you, can you can you jive? Do you reckon you can oh, still do it? N- not now. <laughs> <laughs> my legs won't let me. But you loved a bit of the jive. What song oh. would you jive to? Well, it was all, uh, you know, jazz. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I used to do a bit of dancing, you know. <laughs> Yes. So do you reckon you could uh, beat all those on Strictly? Oh, I'd give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, here's another one for you. I could be here for a while for this one. Was Nana Maureen ever in trouble at school? The only time I was in trouble at school was I used to have to take my young brother and my sister to nursery. Yeah. And often than not, I was late to get back in school, my own class. And so he'd be waiting for me. His name was Mr Walsh. Was he? And he used to wait for those who was coming in late. And they'd say, not Maureen, it's Aford. Where have you been till now? And I'd say, I've took uh, my sister and my brother to the nursery and uh, I, that's why I'm like, hold your hand out. And I used to get the strap. Oh, dear. And that was every single day near enough <laughs> <laughs> because I used to be dragging them to the nursery and they didn't want to go. Right. Crying and what have you. So you weren't naughty, just a little bit late? Yeah, for a bit late for lessons. And you get the strap? And I'd get the strap. But uh, you get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get used to it. Because uh, it was every day. Just became morning morning routine, yeah, like yeah. register and strap. Yeah. And you used to just blow on your hands and rub yeah. them. And you get yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so Halloween, fan of Halloween? We didn't have uh, anything like that when Back I was day. young. Halloween. No. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it now because the kids are all excited over it and that. But I'm not that keen on it, mate. No, it's a bit American, honest. isn't it? Yeah, and uh, we don't want anything American at the minute. Celebrate somebody's life uh, who's been taken. <laughs> what do uh, you mean? Well, the, what Day of the Dead? Well, it was him uh, who burnt the... Was it the King's? Oh, that's that's bonfire night. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> I'm getting 
me age. Uh, yeah, that's Guy Fawkes. That's right, yeah. Are you yeah. fan of Bonfire Night then, no? No, no, I, I think it's... Uh, no, it's gone out, gone way out now. Some would say it, it's time we brought Guy Fawkes back at the minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking. You know, with everything that's going on in Parliament now. Well, yeah, put him on the bonfire. <laughs> the bonfire. <laughs> oh, brilliant as always. Right, anything else to say before we sign off? Oh, no, just uh, keep smiling and make sure you vote for the right reason. There we go. Look after yourselves. So get yourself registered to vote. Oh, indeed so. And then vote for the right. Yeah, and vote for the right thing you you think is the best. Yeah, not the person. For the children what's growing up and coming into the world. Absolutely. Sound advice. To make uh, a better world for them. For you and for me. For (laughs) you and for me. Yeah, there we go, Nana Maureen, oh, on mean, top form. Usually, we send each other the recording, don't we? <laughs> yeah. But I've I've just had such a hectic day today that I, that's the first time I've listened to that. And there's a few things. <laughs> there's a few things I have to pull out. Now, first is, I think, T-shirts of Nana Maureen just saying... Not too bad. Because I think that is I think that is just so apt at the minute. This is the time in it. Like round round Halloween, round bonfire night, where it's kind of like, you know, everyone's kind of keeping the money for Christmas and it's getting kind of dark and it's weather's getting bad. It's getting to that bit and when anyone asks when anyone we've asked Nana Maureen, how are you, Nana? She doesn't say, Yeah, I'm good or Terrible. It's just not too bad. Yeah. You know, so not she's, too doing, bad. she's doing okay. She's doing okay. Just not too bad. Um, but yeah, uh, that is uh, that is A little over there as well, getting mixed up with the... Ah, oh, I mean, it's a pharaoh, though. It is yeah, a pharaoh. Yeah, very close. A pharaoh. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, there was... There was a few things there, though, that... Oh, man. I, she's just absolutely brilliant. I mean, that at the end there, when you decide anything to sign off with... She just suddenly started going on about making sure you vote. I mean, that, the whole thing was nothing about voting. And uh, she's just like, vote for the party. For about you. half an hour before, she was just hammering uh, the royal family and how they all cheat on each other and going, and I'm like, how do you know? She went, I know. They've got back doors in those palaces. Like, just going on, honestly. Oh, my word. Great stuff, great stuff. So, um, oh, right, just before I forget as well, we've had loads of um, requests because... Um, of the success of the live shows. Uh, We have still got, I think, literally a handful of tickets left for the London show on the 30th of November at the Canada Water Theatre. That's the last one of 2019. 2019. But what we can say is that hopefully by the next uh, podcast episode, if all things go to plan, we will have a special announcement about um, some other shows that will be happening. So the first shows that we've done um, have all been organised by ourselves and the sort of time and effort it takes trying to find venues in places you've never been to before. Um, Because of the success of these first couple of shows, we've actually got someone um, on the inside who's involved in this sort of um, area 
almost like a talent agent type thing who has um, take us, taken us under their wing and is helping us sort of put together uh, a sort of little mini tour for next year. So that's all being finalised at the minute, but we're hoping by the next episode we will be able to announce where and when we will be coming to do our live shows next year. So it's very, very exciting times. It's it great scenes. There'll yeah. be a Mr. two Mr. P's in a podcast live show, hopefully coming your way very, very soon. So watch watch the space. I love it. It's just, it's the how you sell it. You know, like, two Mr. P's live could be coming to a town near you. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, you got to sell these things, haven't you? And you said it again. Watch this space. <laughs> Space you watching. Space you talking well, what about. What I will say is if you can't wait, there's still a couple of tickets for the London show, so we'd love to sell that one out. So do go over to the website, to mrpspodcast.com. That's a number two, mrpspodcast.com, and you can um, get those tickets for what should be another cracking show. It should indeed. And have uh, you got confirmation that that special guest is coming? Well, yes and no. He, the hotel's a no-go. Mm. So we're gonna to have to sort hotel, right? But, um, but I think he's still game. He's still in game for coming. So the oh, be a But since you've said it, um, I met a few old colleagues on uh, Friday night, and obviously I posted pictures to the Facebook group if anyone saw it. Um, obviously, it was a post of me and the famous, and it's he's been unmasked, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, the Geordie PE teacher. And what was funny was I had no idea that he knew that he was a character in the podcast. Right. Um, kind of people were asking me, like, oh, does he know? And I'm a bit like, no, nah, not really. Like, I've, I've never really... I, don't need, I feel like I don't need to ask for permission because it's not like I use his name and things like that. And I speak, obviously, very highly of him because he's such a legend. Yeah. But the first thing he said to me when... I, uh, I hear you're a millionaire. <laughs> it, I went, uh, funny, and he was just like... Because of me. He went, because of me, man. He was like, all them stories. And I was just like, you need to give me more, mate. You need to give me more material. Yeah. But he was a, he, he's a good lad, yeah. Right, so let's go into the next feature. Okay, so the random thing you only find in primary schools this week. Um... It's something I can't. Right, I'm going to apologise now if we have talked about this before. I don't think we've featured it. We might have mentioned it briefly, but we're so far into this podcast. I'm losing. I've not got the memory. I've not got the capacity to remember exactly everything that we've spoken about. <coughs> but it popped up on the news this week, and it just reminded me. It's definitely a random thing you only find in primary school, and it is left-handed scissors. Right? Yes. So most primary classrooms will have a set of scissors. Mm. Majority will be... Wooden wooden box. Wooden box, yeah, with the little holes, with the little circles. Each of them go in safety first. Red. Red red or blue. Or blue. Or blue. So you'd probably get like 25 red or blue. Couple of rusty pairs. Yeah. Couple of pairs with a bent edge that really don't give you the snip you need. (laughs) Yeah. And then there might have been some really old school that were just all metal, almost like um, toenail type Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they're really old school. (laughs) Yeah. But then... But did good jobs on toenails. (laughs) Hopefully not in class. Um, But but then you've got your left-handed scissors. And the go-to colour 
Green yeah, and yellow. Yeah, green and yellow. They sort of look like they're back in the <laughs> United, you know, yeah, Newton Heath. Early 90s, yeah. yeah. look like they're uh, campaigning to get Glazers yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the reason that it brought us brought us back to the left-handed scissors was, I don't know if you saw this in the in the news this week, but Boris Johnson had, had visited a school and... Um, he was filmed trying to cut something out with these left-handed scissors and was he was trying to cut out some tissue paper. Have you seen it? I have seen it. And yeah. I, I have to say I've got sympathy for it <laughs> because I feel like the guy, you know, the guy doesn't, doesn't, he just doesn't like do himself any favours, does he? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. But then where's his, where's his help there? Where's his like, you know, where is, where is people t- saying like, Boris, <laughs> You're right-handed, mate. You're right-handed. Like it's absolute madness. Yeah, but I reckon, I reckon the teacher has gone. Oh, you need some scissors. Here you yeah. go, boys. Teacher's yeah, like, just like <laughs> yeah, walking up like, oh, hi, prime minister. Here's <laughs> scissors. Like they've, had, they've had a bet yeah. in the staff room. Like, oh. listen, you've, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. A bit like Jordy PE teacher. Like, yeah. how we? How we? How we? But uh, yeah, right. Yeah, go, Boris. <laughs> Take these, and it, but he don't care, does he? But it looks uh, honestly. But um, it is true. I mean, I, I, I thought they were a myth. I thought for my whole primary school and secondary school, if if they were in secondary school, I did not think that they were they were it was real to have left-handed scissors. I thought you could just cut them out. You could just reposition well, them. I'll, and cut them out in, like however you wanted. Well, I'll let you into a little secret. I'm left-handed. I've never used them. I can't use left-handed scissors. So I will normal, always use right-handed normal, scissors with my scissors. left hand. Yeah, I was going to say, do normal scissors work with your normal hand? Well, I, I normally just I use normal scissors. I'm going to say normal hand. What do you what do you say? <laughs> you, you, your strong hand. Just going to say like the scary movie guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did give us a bit of a chuckle there and. Uh, yeah, so they, they, you don't yeah, see left-handed scissors yeah, anywhere Yeah, I was going to say, you don't see them anywhere, really. Especially like. those ones that are glazers out. Glazers. <laughs> I was wondering what you're saying. They're like, what are glazers? Uh, no, yeah, like the United yeah, protesting they, they, those green, scarves. The green and yeah. yellow, yeah, you don't see them. Yeah. You do not see them. Right, so uh, I have to apologise in that it has been quite a while since... Um, I've had a look at the stories that you guys have shared. So if you go to twomrpspodcast.com, there is an option for you guys to share your funny stories from the classroom. And I had a bit of time today, so I was sort of reading through a few. And honestly, they're absolute gold. Um, Just good stuff. Just really, really funny. So I'm going to share this one um, because this made me laugh a lot. And there's a couple of O's that will come into the uh, Um, feature towards the end. You had me at O, brother. Yeah, so... Um, my mum's story, not uh, not mine. Reception class nativity, because obviously it's that time of year. Um, teachers up and down the country are going to be planning it. Obviously now there's a big uh, there's an article about some MPs stopping the general election because it might clash with nativities, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, so mum says to her class, they need lots of animals so they can uh, so they can choose what they want to be. One boy says, I want to be a leopard. And my mum tried to convince him to be something more traditional, you know, with a, are you sure you don't want to be a sheep, Billy, or a goat, or a donkey? But no, little Billy is adamant that he wants to be a leopard. 
Now, there weren't any leopardish sort of outfits in the dressing up box, but mum was a dab hand with the sewing machine, so she decided to make little Billy a really good costume, thinking if the boy wants to be a leopard, then who am I to stop him? Love that. Anyway, the day of the dress uh, of the dress rehearsal comes around and mum gets out Billy's costume, proudly showing him his spots and his ears and his tail, but he bursts into tears and says, I don't want to be a leopard, I want to be a leopard. And it took her and a TA a while to work out that L- little Billy didn't want to be an animal at all. He just couldn't say the shh sound. He actually wanted to be a shepherd. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So lucky tea towels in schools aren't hard to come by. And what's one extra shepherd in a nativity that was prepared for a leopard? Oh, I bet he was one of them shepherds that had all of the kids' faces drawn on them from 1997. Do you know what I mean? Them that's white ones that's a random little, thing, isn't it? The little red the tea towels. Yeah, the, the tea, tea towels. Um, but that made me laugh a lot. Can you add, like, poor lad, like, obviously... Uh, hasn't d- developed the speech yet enough, but he's like, leopard, and the teacher, bless her, heart's in the right place there, uh, going like, well, listen, who am I to say? <laughs> if he wants to be a leopard, if he wants to express himself, yeah. then uh, I'll go above and beyond, makes the costume, and he's like, I don't want to be a leopard, I want to be a leopard. Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, too good. That is absolute gold. So too whoever good. shared that one, thank you because that gave me a real giggle and hopefully everyone listening will enjoy as well right on to the next feature Okay, so the strange things that only happen in primary school this week, we're talking about, and this goes back many a year, we had them back in our day, they're still going strong now, and it is just how this seems to, they must make millions from this, because the way children respond when they hear there's going to be a book fair in school, right? Yeah. Now, the book fair comes in lots of different forms. We know this, that you could have book buses. I know buses come in yeah. and like they're like double-decker buses and they're all kitted out with the books. Some people turn the hall into uh, a sort of book fair and they just bring yeah, in these yeah. massive sort of cases that open up. Yeah, yeah. Like but it's it. just the hysteria it creates because it just becomes this thing that you have to. And I remember back in the day, we as a family, weren't big readers altogether, but if... <laughs> Talk for yourself, son. <laughs> Matilda's never had such a reading. But do you know what I mean? If there was a book fair, you were getting books, even though all year round there's bookshops within walking distance of most houses. But that book fair was getting rinsed for everything. Yeah. They used to have, like, books there with, like, stuffing. You know, like, magazines now, where kids go mad for their magazines. Yeah, yeah. And I have to admit, I mean, that's one of the things that drives me insane. My daughter, you know, she's only three, but she wants every one of them magazines. And they're like a five or a pop. Yeah. And all she wants is a little plastic mobile. Yeah. With a terrible sticker on that will come <laughs> off immediately. And she's not bothered in the slightest about the mag. Yeah. You know, about the... Yeah, there was a lot of, lot of those sort of there books was like them as well. big books with like, like, and joke books and yeah, making yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were. Do- I just. It's the hysteria it creates. Where it's you never seen the hall so busy getting these books when 
you know, a bit of a buzz, isn't there's there? a library in your school with there is a huge barrel <laughs> around the place when 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 that's coming. Yeah, and it's just a bit <laughs> strange, isn't it? Because like our school have got this amazing library, um, which obviously the children get, children get to visit. But most of the books that are in this book fair are available in the library for free. Yeah. This company just comes in, it's like, right, you, you come to these, and it's just like a shriek, yeah. It's, I just find it f- quite funny, book fairs, book buses, what else have you got? And we it's great, get, like, obviously, stuff. if it we gets, get gets kids reading, it's a good you, thing. If you get put in your staff room, like... Oh, them things! Like, simply books and things yeah. like that. Yeah, where it's like, you can, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. put your name down, it's like all these things. I mean, to be fair, I, I can't remember it that happening that much. It's like book school, club that. or something like but that. It's like it? my old school, I remember there was a, I think there was a Harry Biters cookbook, <laughs> and yeah. mums, obviously, mum used to love the Harry Biters, didn't she? And uh, I, I'm pretty sure that I put my name down, you just put the cash into the envelope, yeah, yeah. and then you, 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 yeah, you take it. it. I have to admit that my issue with books is. I like the idea of a book. I like I like the kind of here we go the picture and stuff that may be on a book. But it, I used to get a book for I went through a phase of getting books for Christmas. So I got I got Russell Brand's My Bookie Book one yeah. year. I got a Barack Obama book because I don't know why. I, well, I do know I loved Barack Obama, and I wanted his book, but I don't know why I wanted his book because I, I literally got it for Christmas. Thank you. Smell it because I do love the smell of like a new DVD and a new a new book, and then that was it. That was literally all I did. It was like paid seven ninety nine to smell a book. That was it. Like, cheers, mum and dad. It smells amazing. See ya. Oh, honestly, but yeah, book fairs, man. May may they long long live. Up. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you what, man. Those book fairs, man. Woo. Maybe they live on forever because, but I just it just but makes it gets me laugh. The, it gets the, gets the reading. Know, even if it gets only if it gets only one child <laughs> with their head in a book, it's only a good thing. It's usually a joke book though. You know, they'll come in the next day like, not knocks it, not today. It's tests. Yeah, sats. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, not who's uh, not you passing your sats. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. And now, a word from this week's sponsor. We are once again really happy to be sponsored by Interm IT, a company that prides itself on helping teachers make the most out of the hardware in their schools. And this week, they want us to talk a little bit about broadband in schools. Personally, from visiting so many schools, you would not believe the amount of schools I go into... And just people messaging me saying that they've bought all these devices, whether it be iPads, but they can't get any of them connected to the internet because the internet or the broadband that they're actually paying for is absolutely woeful. Um, it's so important to get the right infrastructure. And so what Interm IT want me to tell you guys is that you have got more choice as a school now than ever before. And most schools are able to select their own broadband supplier. So this is something you need to look into. So if you're not happy with the speed connection that you've got, you don't have to accept it. You can go out now, you can get a better deal and Interm IT are there to help you. So if you want advice, find out what's out there what's the best deal for you in your school head over to intermit.co.uk drop them an email and they'll be more than happy to help so i think before we go on to the next feature i'll share another listener story love these listener stories my year two class were getting changed for pe 
when one of the boys came up to me looking extremely worried. I asked him what was wrong and he said he didn't have any pants on and he didn't want to get undressed. I said that it was okay, but why wasn't he wearing any undercrackers? <laughs> really serious, he said. Too tired this morning. I thought I'd give him a miss to save some time. <laughs> <laughs> a man not so different than myself. Obviously, before I worked at a school, that is. Um, oh, brilliant. Some of the stuff they come out with, yeah. But that's actually sparked something uh, that, that, that I had memory of today. So I'm doing this year one PE, like I was telling you before, where that girl thought my hair looked good. Yeah. Um, and basically, obviously, when you work in them younger classes, and now it's different now. If this was me five or six years ago when I first started in primary school... And, you know, kids are coming up to me going, can you help me get this on or this off or whatever? I wouldn't have a clue. But because I have kids now, it's obviously second nature. It's just like, yeah, come here. Yeah. yeah, put your arm in. But then I got absolutely, I got absolutely my head just crazy today turned because this kid came up and said, sir, I can't get this on. Right? So I thought, what's this going to be? It, it's usually polo or maybe a sock. And it was a glove, right? Because <laughs> we were getting ready to go out on the playground. It was his glove. Yeah. Bit of a weird one, bit of a weird tangent I'm going on here. But I swear to God, have you ever tried to put a glove on a kid who can't put a glove on? <laughs> it's genuinely yeah. the hardest thing. Because I don't get how the I don't get how the kid's digits goes in to the wrong finger every time. It's like what's that is that the index finger yeah yeah so the index finger is thumbs in there from the get go you're just like right move the thumb out of there then you move the hand down and then suddenly the middle finger is in like the little finger one and then now he's got a little claw or if you get two in one two in one it's just kind of like well, get that out of there so then you try and pull that you try and like get that finger out of there and then then the thumb has now gone out of the thumb hole it's just you know, uh, I hope people have listened yeah. to this story from the start. <laughs> it wouldn't, wouldn't sound great. But uh, well, it, actually, I'll tell you what happened to me today. You won't believe it after last episode. Got fingered. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Wait, no, what I mean was, I was, I was driving, I was driving, I was driving, and I pulled in to stop. Wait, I was driving, pulled in, driver came past, gave me the finger, okay. it's not me. Not that. Oh my uh, god. Oh that is God. the greatest podcast moment <laughs> I've ever experienced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Adam, you'll never guess what happened to me today. I did not expect that. I got fingered. <laughs> it reminded me because the guy did it so blatantly as well. That digit was so it's high. Weird, you know, and I thought, I, right, I, I've got to tell Adam I got, I got, I didn't, I got uh, the thing. I should yeah. have said I got the finger. Yeah, you got still. rudely thanked for driving. Should yeah. have been the one. But um, oh, it's God. funny, you know, ever since. Since that, the rant last week, I, I don't know if anyone else who's listened to this kind of has, has tried to, you know, has noticed more, but I'm even like, I'm like fuming squared now when someone <laughs> doesn't thank me. Yeah. I, I stared at this guy the other day and then I got kind of like, I guilted him into a thank you, which made me even more angry. Yeah, yeah. You like, shouldn't need me. Yeah. You know, I've just took my wind mirror off because I wasn't looking at the road, pal. 
Oh, so, um, right, next feature, let's go for it. The pointless things you find in school. Okay, so the pointless things that only happen in primary school. Um, this is something that I've had an issue with for quite a long time. A lot of schools are slowly but surely moving away from it, but it still happens in so many. And it's getting children to copy out the learning challenge in the books, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, you, don't, you might call them learning challenges, you might call them learning objectives, you might call them waltz, wills, wells, whatever you call it, whatever rubbish acronym you use to basically show the children what the learning intention is for this lesson. Is that, right? is that include a waggle? A waggle, uh, no, well, a waggle is what a good one looks like. Yeah. You don't tend to, yeah, but it's still, no, you get it's to, LO, isn't it? Yeah. So, for some strange reason, a number of years ago, someone thought it would be a good idea to physically make children copy out that LO at the beginning of the lesson. Didn't like it then, don't like it now. It is just a complete and utter waste of time. Now, about five years ago, so, so anyone who's not listening to this, I hope you can sort of understand that, you, you know, as a teacher, anyone you do... Anyone who's not listening to this? Sorry, anyone who's not a teacher who listens... <laughs> I'm losing it now. <laughs> That previous segment of what I said. If you're not listening to this, you've got to listen. Uh, What? No, right, let me say that again. Can you speak to the (laughs) dead? If if you're on the other side, man. Show us a sign. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So uh, I went out for a meal last night, and I think... You know, you shouldn't go out on a school night. Do you have a few, do you have a few scoops? I, I, I had a couple of beers, yeah. A couple um, of the old yours. But Daz was up, Daz was up, so we went oh, out really? for a meal for him, with him, yeah. And uh, so I had a couple of beers. And we was actually talking about the podcast, and uh, he was like, have you, ever, have you ever mentioned me on the podcast? And I was like, we have actually, yeah. And he's like, what? And obviously Daz was the mate who used to do the granny's got no fingers joke yeah, on yeah. the... You know, does your granny still play the piano on the bus prank to keep keep those year sevens in line? He was buzzing. He's like, you've actually mentioned me on the pod. I bet he was. Yeah. Nice. So, um, so anyway, going back to it, uh, if you if you're not a teacher and you're listening to this, basically, well, you, you do your input as a teacher. Usually, uh, children might do a little bit of whiteboard work to uh, you know to consolidate the learning. Then you give them the task. Mm-hmm. So they normally do an independent task in the books. Um, but for some strange reason, before they can actually get into the learning, which is the whole point, you can waste quite a bit of time getting them to copy out the date and the learning challenge. Now, I don't mind the date. Do that in a couple of seconds because you do the short date. Don't know why it needs to be the long date. Short date's fine. And it goes, the fact they've got to copy out the learning challenge. About five years ago, someone did some research, research into this and found found that it could waste up to 32.5 hours a year. That's over a week's worth of school, yet we still do it. I don't get the point. It's pointless. Any thoughts? Um, here's my thought. Go on. I, there was massive confusion when I started in primary schools because in my old school, I've always known them as dinner ladies. What do they call them at your school? Midday supervisors. Midday supervisors? <laughs> I think so. That's decent. At my old school, they were called lunchtime... Um, what were they called? Un- organisers. Lunchtime yeah. organisers. Which right. is shortened to LOs. Right. So they used to be known as the LOs. Right. So then, when I was first in class, and I got asked, have they done their LOs? 
I was a bit like, have they what? And I was a bit like, have they spoke to the... You know, I was a bit like... Gra- Gracie's just left the class. We've only just come back after dinner. You know, and it's just kind of like, no, the, the you know, the date that's on a, the, the date and the, the learning objective on a board, bruv. I was, learning objective. Uh, 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 oh, right. Honestly, ridiculous confusion. Yeah, yeah. Um, the worst, because I think the. But the no, re- it's. it's I, I agree. Just, sorry, to, to go back. I mean, that did confuse me, I have to say. Lunchtime organises learn objectives. You, know, you can't have two things meaning the same thing, no, really. No, but. Um, um, you know, if you know BRB's be right back, it's not like, oh, that, that TV's BRB, and you'd be like, what? You know, <laughs> bright, really bright. You know, it, you can't. It don't work. It don't work. Yeah, but I just, I just, I, I feel sorry for the children who might struggle a little bit with the writing anyway, and they end up spending most of the lesson just getting this flipping hello in the book mm. when you want them to get on with the task. The because the the idea or that I think the mentality was oh well when we have a book scrutiny or when the inspectors come in they can see exactly what we were doing and it's like well just come and have a conversation with me why do I have to waste a children's time? But the What's worst it? example now are the schools who. I've realised it wastes a lot of the children's time. So they expect the teachers to do it. So teachers have to print 30 little sticky labels. I've seen them, yeah. Oh, what? Why? And then they go in, oh, um, why have we got no budget? Well, stop wasting it on stickers that have no meaning to it. Because it's not like the kids, the kids already know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're learning because you talk to them. Plus, I used to like coming up with your own tiles. (laughs) <laughs> that used to be my like, that used to be my thing. Your moment to shine, yeah. Because you know, I remember when I I don't know. I'm sure I've spoke about this on the podcast. Dad showed me a famous Harrison Ford film at a weekend once called The Fugitive. Do yeah, you remember that? Yeah. And then you know, do you remember old school primary? Right, it'd be like, right today we're gonna just write, write a story. Yeah, you're just gonna write a story, whatever you want about, but it's got to have X amount of characters in it. Yeah, you've got to give the characters names. Two characters have got to speak. You know what? It, yeah, it's yeah. old school, yeah. on it? And I remember thinking, don't even need to think of a story. I've got one in my head. The Fugitive. <laughs> so in my book was the date, once I realised what number the month was. <laughs> and it was just like, The Fugitive by Adam Parkinson. That, and I thought it, it blew up. It, you know, it absolutely it set Miss Allen's hands on fire. <laughs> Woohoo! Let me put you out there, Miss Allen. Let me extinguish that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is. It, it is. It, it. I feel so, like you said. I feel sorry for the kids who struggle getting. That. And then you've got the kids that might, you know, either take too long or make a mistake on the learning objective. Oh yeah. Which will then kind of scupper their yeah. whole right because they're kind of like, well, we've already messed it up. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or it just takes so... And then don't even get me started on the fact it's got to be underlined in red pen. No, let's not get you started on that. (laughs) Swiftly moving on. Right, are we going to do the um, anonymous confession that you got the other day? We can. Let's go for this. We can. Guys. Got a question for Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Peace. I got a question for ya. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this is sort of a question, but it's almost a bit of a confession as well. It's a bit of a juicy one, which we love. And we want to hear your confessions. So here's your challenge. Anonymous, 
We don't need to know. We will always leave your, your names out. Go onto the uh, website, submit a story with a bit of a juicy confession, um, and then by next episode, we'll have a new jingle for it. Oh, there we go. There's, there's Christmas there's, has come early. <laughs> there's new jingle incentive. New jingle if we get some more confessions. So, uh, got this message. Obviously, um, <clears throat> staying completely anonymous. Here we go. Uh, great word, anonymous in it. Yeah, you just have to think. But anyway, did you always, did, when you were at school, though, did you always think anon was just this ma- amazing poet? You know, when you got poems, and then at the end, it went anon. Which was short for anonymous. Oh, no, no, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I thought it was a mint poet. <laughs> yeah, it always stood for As anonymous. If. Yeah. There you go, education podcast. Let's get to number one. Let's go. Okay, right, so it says, um, Hi, love the podcast. Uh, nice. Got a bit of a confession. Yeah, thanks for the love. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would like you and your brother's advice on... Why she's messaging me, I have to say I'm proud and honoured because it's one of the only messages I've got, obviously... They're on the computer, they're on their iPhones, <laughs> they're thinking who's going to look at the phone more. You know, the guy who goes on about Scran all the time, <laughs> or IT, but this this one's chosen me. So it says, uh, I'm a TA, uh, tend to work in uh, year five, sometimes covering uh, or running interventions, but basically supporting the class. One of the teachers recently... Is yeah. showing signs that he fancies me. Oh. He gets into my personal space, always touching a hand or my back when we're in class together. Now, I'm hoping that's when the kids aren't in. I'm yeah. hoping that's where, when she's printing off the LOs on the stickers. Because <laughs> I'm kind of a bit like, you know, <laughs> if the kids are in there and, and this teacher's going over and just kind of putting his... The kids talk, especially in year five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just be like, they're definitely, def- they always say, don't fancy each other them. Yeah. So then it says, uh, once in jest, he said he wanted to sit on me. What? Yeah. Classic. I hope that wasn't in front of the kids. Exactly, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Sue, is that the right answer? I don't know. I want to sit on you, by the way. <laughs> miss. I miss. Uh, so he says, he fumes about how I'm being treated by SLT. Very long story. But if you're listening to this, get involved with the SLT. <laughs> yeah. Diabolical could be in store. Uh, and even gave the assistant a head of telling off about it. So standing up. Yeah, that's, that's um, a positive. If he passes me something, his hand will linger just a little too long. I genuinely thought I was reading some. Is it E.L. James? Yeah. Is it? Is it E.L. James? I think so, yeah. Fifty Shades. Yeah, Fifty Shades. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you read Fifty Shades? Have I? No, so it's not. It's no, not ma- quite no Fifty Shades. son, even though Miss Honey. <laughs> um, now we've broken up for half term. He's invited me to go for lunch with him, with another colleague, which I of course agreed to. He's very interested in my Ooh, personal life, and even invited me to a residential later in the year, which he organises. I didn't know just a normal teacher had had staff uh, options. Do you know what I mean? I thought the kind of the SLT had. Had major like the call. yeah exactly but obviously yeah, but this, this guy SLT... this guy's spreading his wings isn't he and he's, he's yeah. inviting so then he, yeah but, but what then... I'm thinking there is has he gone down the route of oh come out we'll go for a drink the other teachers come in the other well, teacher doesn't we, know I don't about know it. that so then it says and here's the kicker he's married oh god then it says I'm single and if I'm honest I fancy him too not sure how to play it 
another man's advice would be greatly appreciated. But it does say another man and she messaged me. So you pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's simple. Don't do anything. Yeah. Can't do anything. If the guy's married, unless he's separated and he's absolutely out of there with his wife, you cannot because you don't want to be that person. Yeah. Simple yeah. as. Yeah. And no And the likelihood and the thing you've got to think is if he's willing to cheat on his wife now with you and then that relationship breaks down, would you be able to truly trust him if he's done that with a previous partner? Ooh, saying that, that sounds saying good. That, saying that, that's how my me and my wife got together. I was with someone previously, so these are supposed to be anonymous, <laughs> anonymous, bro. Anonymous. Um, it's a tricky one because it's a very tricky situation. What I would say is you don't want to get involved with someone who is married um, because that that yeah. But if he's interested, then he, he you know he's got the option there to to. I just think like the 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 touching and stuff's pretty inappropriate, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. But you, well, yeah, it is because I mean, what I do, by the way, if if you're thinking of meeting him in the holidays, find out who the other teacher is and make sure they're going. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where it is the two of you. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I'd I'd definitely have you back there, and also if he's if he's you know if he's giving it the big into SLT as well. I'd just be a little bit careful because he, he could easily twist things round, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah. And say, you know, I'm a married man. Why would I do things yeah, like yeah. this? And I would just say... It's a tricky one, though, because if, if she was to say, like, um, no, I don't, you know... Then could he... Could, he, he could then turn and be like... Well, oh, I, no, think, no, no, no. I think we're getting a bit, you know, home and away and neighbours there. I mean, we're getting a bit deep, too deep. At the end of the day, the question is, she fancies him. If he does fancy her, then... He's married, so he's got he's made vows. So yeah. he needs to sort his he needs to sort, sort his own his situation. house out, and then obviously, yeah. If it's meant to be marriages in the future, don't always work. If it's meant to be in the future, then by yeah. all means we support it. But and you if, don't you, be if the reason. you do end up getting together, share the podcast in the staff room. <laughs> <laughs> come come to the live shows, which will be announced shortly. <laughs> no, no, but good luck with it. Thank you for sending it, and obviously we hope we've helped, but. You know, as two married men, right? So, but we right, you're say, in that. No, let's go for it. You're in. You're in her shoes now. Yeah. What? What's? What's your play? What do you do? I'd say, listen, mate. I'm straight, but if I was, <laughs> if, if I was gay, <laughs> I wouldn't be interested. Uh, no, I. It, what would I do if I was her? I would maybe just take take a step back, just not kind of. Um, what would you say? Entice the flirty behaviour because if, if she fancies him. She's not exactly putting up the, the crosses, barriers, the, yeah, the barriers. Yeah. So I would say maybe just take a step back. If the conversation gets on to a point of... Because if he hasn't really confessed, maybe he's just one of them really kind of over-the-top flirty guys. You get him. Yeah. I'd also try and find another person who could back you up as well. So if there's someone else that you work with who's a friend who you can sort of confide in and also get them to notice a few things because if it does if you do have the conversation if you if you have this face to face you're like look there's obviously something between us but you're married and I don't want to do anything 
if you're still married that is something you need to sort out before if he then backtracks and he's like oh I'm not and then he's got the authority to sort of speak up to SLT he could very quickly spin that around yeah but I don't think it's her place to, to, to kind of I think it's pure and simple if he likes you if if he makes a play on it you just say I, I don't I don't mess with married men simple as yeah. that but if you've got other staff, what I'm saying is if you've got other staff who can then back you up if things go sour. Yeah, of course, but we're not, yeah. you know, now you're kind of, you're kind of giving a worst case scenario. But Well, I am, yeah. I think she was looking for some friendly advice. But right, yeah. but <laughs> we love that. We love that, so we want to hear more. We want to hear more confessions of the staff room. There are some. There are loads. Oh, there will be loads. And I'll tell you what as well. We are on the road to the Christmas party. Baby. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, that's what that we is want. when things <laughs> go down. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So, right on to the next feature. I wanna rent. Rant. I wanna rent. Rant. I want to rent. Rant. Rant. Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no, 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 no. no. Right, okay. You've got a rant, Adam. Off you go. Yeah, um, we, we, were, we were umming and ahhing whether to do a rant tonight, but something happened only yesterday, and it it 100% makes me rant. And it's empty things being put back i.e. a pack of muller corners the big pack being yeah. put in the fridge and you think oh my god yes grab the pack and it's empty chocolate ice creams ice creams ice lollies they are the ones people yeah. go in there grab the last fab and then leave and the then box. you you open it on a hot Ryan, day Ryan was a... oh brother was the king wasn't he yeah and he had to swear he used to do it on purpose yeah. I, sometimes he used to fill a fab wrapper with stuff to make you even <laughs> get the fab out to be like opening it to find soil <laughs> yeah yeah that do you know what I'll give you that that is annoying and it's you get it in the worst. staff room don't you oh do you like Milk. quality street bo- boxes oh quality street oh, celebration boxes oh knitting kits <laughs> Why have you put the knitting kit in the fridge? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, oh, that is annoying. It's, put it's it so in the bin. I'll tell you what else is what it's like. You know, all these biscuits on the side are oh, quality. You go in, you, you you know, you undo it, and it's just, you know, the coconut rings are left. Yeah. And it, you just stood there, like, looking at them, and you see all the amazing empty spaces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. That is, that is annoying. That is frustrating. Adam's just pointing out a bruise to me that he's found yeah, on his arm. you just discovered a bruise. I didn't even know I had a bruise. But I do bruise easily, <laughs> so be careful. Right, are we going for... Uh, what do you, want to do? do you want to do what I know now? Yeah, we'll do what I know now, yeah. Right, super. Cool. Super. Super duper. Are you all right with that bruise? Yeah, it's a bit sore, though. It looks like it's a proper bruise, that. Yeah. Sorry, guys, you can't see it, but I've got a real bad <laughs> bruise here. Uh, oh, we've got to, I'll tell you what, we've got to give a shout out to some of the stuff being shared on the podcast group as well. Did you see that one that the, um, the I think it was, um, oh, what type of, what, what's it called? Trivia Pursuit, Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit, yeah. Which Bernard Matthews product became banned 
from many school menus due to the efforts of Jamie Oliver. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> but this was great. So uh, a, a daughter of one of the members, uh, and again, just search to Mr. P's in a podcast on Facebook and you'll be able to join. Um, so my daughter researched the author and came up with these lovely facts for a bookmark. So Sophie Anderson is the name of the author. Okay. Right? A book, so she's just putting Sophie Anderson, uh, different colours, books, the house with chicken legs, the girl who speaks something bear i think born 23rd november 1987 in bristol uh and then just on the pornographic actress what? <laughs> singer social media personality performer since 2017 and turns out there's two sophie andersons there's this one who's i don't think it's the same person i did have a little google before oh i bet you did <laughs> so there's there's basically two sophie sophie andersons there's one Was who's one in love island as in, like an old, older Love Island. The one that is she the one that um, it was Callum Best. Oh, that's Sophie Anderton in it. Oh, is it? But yeah, so there's one that is a um, a pornographic actress. Go on, spit it out. <laughs> but then there's also one who's an author. I don't think they're the same. But, but that's funny, isn't it? When Google goes wrong, <laughs> just the house with chicken legs. I hope that's. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the um, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the films she starred in, so that didn't half make us chuckle as well. Um, and just just some of the other stuff that's been shared uh, has been great. So um, so yeah, so we'll now go into oh what I know. Oh what I know. When you really make a terrible shout. And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Right, Oh What on O is back. I've got a brilliant listener story, but I'm going to let Adam start off first. Off you go, Adam. Yeah, so my O is going back a bit, and it was when a new, um, a, a new child had started, and his name was Davish, right? Right. And... Um, Obviously, older now, so you know he's he, hopefully he's doing well with himself. Uh, when he first came, he struggled to adapt. <clears throat> he ended up getting into a, a scrap with a, a, a kid called Jay. Right? right. So basically, cut a long story short, at lunchtime there was a fight between Jay and this Davish. Now the head teacher comes down, and uh, this kind of like it's hysteria, and it's kind of boiled over outside and. You know the kind of the go-to kid about like right what happened? Oh tell, yeah, tell yeah. me the truth. You're insider. Yeah, your absolute Truman Show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's like yeah, go I on, love talk, that kid. Talk to me, son. Because it's like it doesn't. Because there's some kids who want to tell tales. Well, in fact, I'm going to introduce another kid who's like that, who's doesn't quite, doesn't quite get the etiquette, but then there's always one who, when you need the inside... Oh, the inside scoop. <laughs> you, you kind of think to yourself, don't you, like, you're going to work at E on the red carpet, because you, <laughs> yeah. you just tell TMZ as it is, yeah. Uh, so basically, head comes up, not sure, now this is the head that I've spoke about, and like I always say, <laughs> nothing but respect. Um... <laughs> Genuinely adore her. Um, but yeah, so she comes down, doesn't quite know what's happened, sees that there's a bit of like, you know, there's been a bit of a mess going on in the in the, in the the cafeteria. Fire doors are open. 
she goes to the Truman Show and says, "Give me the load." Yeah, you know, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on here? And he's gone. So basically, uh, Jay took Davish outside and was like swinging the fish around, and then he threw the fish to the floor. Right. So the head went over. <laughs> this is serious. Head went over to Jay. You cannot take food outside, right? <laughs> Jay had no idea what she was on about. She thought that he took daffish outside, right? <laughs> Truman Show was just so confused because daffish was stood there getting no heat at all and fish wasn't even on the menu. It wasn't even fish fingers day. I mean, if that's not one of your finest, uh, I don't know what is. That is brilliant. All uh, right, so I think I've got one that, that can match it, right? And you've just got to imagine, um, once once you realise what's happened there, the panic that must set in. Right, hello, I've got a brilliant oops story. Bit of an over there. But um, to tell you about my friend who's a year one teacher, she's a huge fan of the podcast, so I know she'll be listening and cringing if you this read it out. This is a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Getting people <laughs> who listen to the pod and then posting something about them. I hope that year five teacher, the hands of year five teacher, don't listen. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I, I don't know if that's me. <laughs> yeah. So last year, my friend's year one class sang a song they'd written themselves for World Poetry Day. Brilliant, love it. They were incredibly academic and well-behaved. However, slightly lacked any creative and entertaining side. She recorded as usual, and that was that. As the video was going to be going on Facebook, one of the children needed their faces covered with an emoji. To do this, the teacher used the Clips app during break as uh, he and a TA watched the clip back as it loaded. Everything was going fine. Um, and the teacher was also social media coordinator. She went home that evening and uploaded it to Facebook. Some moments passed as the video was uploading, but it wasn't long before the ping alerted that it was completed. The video automatically played as she was busy marking everywhere, uh, elsewhere in the room. But the sweet tones of five-year-old singing was interrupted by a voiceover conversation which had taken place during the re-recording in Clips, right? So look, I'll step out here for a second. Oh. So Apple Clips, an amazing app, by the way, uh, quickly becoming one of my favourite apps to use in the classroom. And if you go to mrpict.com, loads of video tutorials. But basically what it allows you to do is record over the top of a video and you can add... Um, sort of emojis you can add little titles but if you do record over the top it will pick up your voice so you've got to make sure you mute it right okay. so what they've done is they pressed record and they've started having a conversation um, without realising that it's picking up the voices oh, so God. little did this teacher know that when you use clips all new audio is recorded while re-recording is processing both the teacher and a TA named children and made remarks about them for example oh you know, Alice is ruining this video. Uh, just can't be... Uh, don't know why... Why didn't we just crop them out? <laughs> yeah. um, the mortified teacher sprung into action to delete the video, but it was too late. Angry parents took to Facebook to express their anger. The teacher was left fearing for the, for her job and had to ring the head teacher. Um, you can imagine, can't you? The like, can imagine there. you're going like, have you seen... <laughs> Because if it was me, 
I'd be going. I'd be going full in. Like sometimes when you're on your own with your TA or you're with another teacher, you oh, just yeah, have a right time. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she was left fearing for a job. The head teacher, however, had no idea how Facebook worked, and so couldn't sort it until the morning. As morning came, the teacher was instructed that she must go on the yard to collect her class because the longer she left it, the worse it would be. And this is a very important story in the importance of building a strong parent uh, rapport. Parents had forgotten their anger, and although uh, although that were a little disappointed, they saw sorry. And although we're a little disappointed, they saw the funny side. Although she's mortified to this day, this story has been repeated over and over and the tears continue to stream down everyone's faces. Absolutely hilarious story involving one of the best and well-liked young teachers I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Had it been anyone else, the parents would have been out for blood. So basically, good relationship with the parents. The parents seen that it was just a bit of... Yeah, I mean, being a parent now, and, you know, like I said, I absolutely adore my daughter. But there's there's no doubt that she can be an absolute oh, yeah, yeah. joke shot. Yeah, yeah. And if my you know, if something like that was to happen and I knew what she's like, I'd i you know, I'd just be like, right, sweet. Yeah, and that's the thing that because the majority of parents who always say this are absolutely fine. Just get some absolute uh, numpties, don't you? But it, that, that's the thing you've got to realise. Teachers are human. We have a human side, and that's just an honest little mistake. But can you imagine? A great mistake. The though. fear that is the. the I, cracking out of where you're trying to do something really good as well because that'll finish videos go online and be seen but then it's just interrupted with I the mean, teachers fair, going, just giving sounds, like that commentary on, she oh, sounds God. like she she was a lovely teacher because if the worst <laughs> that she said was like we should have cut them out I mean my god imagine if that's Cockney John imagine if that's Cockney John I'm like oh my god what is that face even looking at the camera I mean the camera adds 10 pounds love you know what I mean? That's, that sort of stuff would be like, okay, uh, Cody John, that's it. That's it, mate. People are done. People are done. Oh, brilliant. Right. Um, let's do flashback, shall we? Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us. Right, guys, flashback throwback. If you remember um, from the previous episode, I am 2 1 up. Is that right? Uh... You've only won one, I've won two. Yeah. (laughs) If that's the case, then yeah, your your maths must be right there, brother. I'm having a mare tonight. tonight. Right. So, previous episode, we were looking at things we used to collect back in the day. Uh, I went with trolls, old McDonald's toys, and those Spice Girls Girls postcards. Can't even say it. Spice Girls postcards, which I really appreciate uh, Charlotte sending pictures to the podcast group of her collection because there was a time when I thought, was that actually real? Did that actually happen? And yeah. Uh, we all did. think that about <laughs> you and Daz collecting them in year eight. Tazos, bedroom posters, and footy stickers for you. Again, over uh, 350 votes, and I've taken the lead with 58%. 42, so, I mean, so that's I three. Like, I think it's, it's, getting, it's getting like it used to be. Yeah, but don't forget, it's a long season, mate. Don't talk to me like that. It's, it's a just... long season. Don't, don't worry about it. 3-1 up, you know... Um, 
it's fine. Don't you worry about it. Um, this is where you normally go, because you've got all your followers, blah, blah, blah. No, no, but I just hope people have listened and they've thought to themselves, you know, one of them just rants all the time, the others are really funny, <laughs> nice and easy going Yeah, but it's guy. about the choices. Right, yeah, so... You you shotgun the choices. Before I don't anyone... shotgun the choices. <clears throat> I gave you... I get we, we do it in turns. You don't give me anything. <laughs> right, Halloween is tomorrow, it right? Is. Um... Not not a massive fan of Halloween, if I'm being honest. Well, I think never I have. Think, I think we were well, never allowed to we trick or treat. Really were we? We never really. We just never really celebrated it, really, did we? I mean, like you trick had the or school discos. Yeah, but you know, I used to go to school discos after my footy training and in my footy kit and just pretend I was Paul Scholes <laughs> with my ginger hair. That was that was all it was for me. But it was like. Um, you know, mum and dad always used to say, wasn't it, like, oh, it's glorified begging. You yeah. can't go to people's as And to be fair, looking back when they're saying about, like, uh, you don't know what weirdos are around there, you don't know what weirdos yeah. are around. So it's fair dues. But obviously people go with the parents and they dress up and whatever. It's, it's I'm, I'm okay with it. But I, like you said, I'm never that. It's not like Christmas. Nah. I mean, Christmas, we've always gone different, big. Halloween, I just feels monster. like it's a little bit... It's just a bit of boredom in between. Yeah, summer. You know what I mean, yeah, summer. And, but what we thought we'd do is make it sort of Halloween's the Halloween of our childhood. Um, pick a movie, pick a song, pick a, a, a snack, a Halloween-related sort of snack you might get at the yeah. parties, and then obviously you go to costume from back in the day. Not like it is now. Some of the efforts you see oh. on social media is just unreal. It is unbelievable, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so do you want to go? I'll go first, shall I, because I won. Yeah, yeah, you go for it, yeah. Film. Film. Film, H- go first, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I'm going Hocus Pocus. Disney classic. Um, been announced that they're doing a second one, aren't they? It has, yes. And uh, very much looking forward. It's just, it's it's a Halloween-themed film for the whole family, um, isn't very scary, isn't very spooky, just loads of fun. Bette Midler, I mean, what's Sarah she? Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. That is the one film where she... Looks decent. Oh, my days. She's... she's... Yeah, but as Carrie, though, if you if you were a Sex and the City fan like myself... No, she's... No, in yeah, Hocus she, Pocus, she, she was... Yeah, but, she peaked. Yeah, but I was like three. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that fussed. I put a spell on you... Um, and there's just so many funny. I mean, I watched it back recently with the kids, and it's still it's aged like a fine wine. Still great, still great to this day. So is Jessica Parker. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I my film is, and it was tough this because back in the day we used to watch what because like I said we didn't really do Halloween, but I always remember Mum at times would just watch, get us around and we'd watch a relatively scary film. And arachnophobia at the time, back in the day, was like, oh my God, it's so scary, it's spiders and stuff. But I'm going to go for one that I do remember genuinely freaking me out when I was a kid. And that was The Witches, which, you know, I think they are redoing as well, actually. I think Netflix are doing a big thing on all the Roald Dahl books. Are they, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, The Witches was, obviously it was freaky. Now, I have to say, that is one film that when I watched as a kid scared me. Yeah. When that little kind of, you know, nerdy looking kid gets turned into a little mouse, is it? Spoiler alert, but go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think anyone's going to be that bothered. You gave away the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you, you worry me about 1994's <laughs> The Witches. It was it 94, by the way, because that's an absolute stab um, by me. 
Go on, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, check. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's cla- but that used that did used to freak me out, to be fair. And she, the main one, I think it was Angelica Houston. Yeah, she, yeah. 94? 1990. Oh, really? Was it that? Yeah. Early? I mean, no wonder it scared me. I was one and a half. <laughs> Why was I watching it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a scary little little freaky deaky film. It's uh, it's a classic. Yeah, it is. And um, well, the film differed from the book, didn't it? Because in the book, he doesn't change back from a mouse, and in the film, he does, doesn't he? I think he changed. Yeah, that, yeah. But it is. It's scary when they all start taking their hair off. Yeah, and, yeah, like the yeah. minging hair. Yeah. That used to freak me out. Right, um, the song. So we're going for a Halloween themed song. I'm going for. Let's just skip it forward a little bit. And I'm not going to lie, it came out while I was a teenager, I think. Probably a bit older, actually. Because it used to come on in the clue. Late, we late yeah. teens, early um, But just, just any Halloween disco party, it gets, gets rolled out. And it's, I'd say it's a, a modern-day classic. Quick as you can um, use it for what's that coming over the hill? What the, what's the football chant now? Um, is it Paul Pogba? I don't know. Well, maybe, yeah. But you can change it for anything, Yeah, you can it? change it. Uh, I disagree, though. Not a great tune. Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to earn them votes. I'm going for one that was one of your finest of Halloween videos. Now, this is what's dying a death for me, the video. Music video. I mean, the music video... I always remember, and now it, I could have easily gone for... We should save this for a, a feature next episode. Oh, best music videos. Yeah, no, no, but, sh- like, um, things kids don't know anything about. Oh, yeah, good shout. But, like, I remember a kid back in the day, I'm sure it was one of Ryan's mates, had a video, VHS, of the Thriller full-length video. Yeah, yeah. And that was a bit freaky back in the day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm going for when they were all dressed up. Everybody, I may even need to leave it so it gets the bit. Oh. Now, I'm just going to put this out there. It's not a Halloween song. The music video is Halloween based, but there's nothing in that song, no lyrics that l- relate to Halloween. Everybody, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Move your head like a jet. Okay. <laughs> Why are you trying to tell me? Like you know, just saying. Am I the old? When Nick, when it's a it, tune. Don't get me wrong. Nick Carter. Yeah. When Nick Carter comes in, like. <laughs> oh man. It's a tune, but yeah, it's only know. Halloween related because it's um. The, the music only thing video. that yours says is, "What's that coming over the hill? A monster." Which is what Halloween's about. Yeah, monster. and everybody. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, but you remember the video and you remember the dance and stuff. It, yeah. It's absolutely classic. Right, snack. Um, so you got dibs on this. I'm going for um, just you'd always get like gingerbread. You know when you used to go to, with the big shop with your mum at the weekend, oh, yeah. and you'd get through it by getting a gingerbread. But round about Halloween, they'd either be witches' hats or pumpkins, mm. uh, which was an absolute treat because of the the frosting on the top, icing, the yeah. icing on top. Yeah, yeah so you yeah. get so much more of a sugar kick from that. So yeah, gingerbread related Halloween designs. 
you wanted to say you used to get a better diabetic kick than that, no. didn't you? I can <laughs> see it in your me. eyes. I, I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> trying, trying to sabotage. Not it. Better not say it. <laughs> trying to sabotage yeah. me. I remember when mum bought a big uh, plate of them once, I thought, oh, I better not give them you. <laughs> um, I'm going for... Uh, now, I know this is... I don't know, is this Halloween or is this bonfire? I can't remember, but either one, it's the old toffee, toffee apples, toffee dipped apples. Now, I liked the ones that had the chocolate coating on with the sprinkles. Yeah. But I remember, I used to love eating the chocolate coating. And leaving the apple. But the apple was minging. <laughs> the apple was always minging. And yeah. I, I can't remember ever eating one of them fully. I mean, the, the, the you know when, you know when, you, you know, your parents used to say to you like, oh, don't eat too many of them, it'll rot your teeth. And when they said it about Haribo, you were like, I'll trot on. When they said it about toffee apples, one yeah, yeah. bite and you'd think, oh my God, <laughs> I'm losing my teeth. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, suddenly 90. It's, yeah. it's yeah, it's, uh, it's not great. But it, but, it is non-stop, like, nostalgia when you think of stuff like that. Yeah. And the games used to play, like, bobbing for an apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, I used to be all right, Bob, because my mouth's massive. Apple bobbing. Yeah. Right. Old school costumes. Um, I'm going for the good old bin bag Dracula, where it was basically your school uniform without your jumper. So it'd just be, like, your pants and shirt. Then you put a bin bag for your cape, and then um, and then you get those weird like plastic little Dracula teeth. Yeah, them ill teeth. <laughs> it's ill teeth that you'd put in, and then you'd maybe get some makeup where you get some fake blood, and then you do that weird triangle in your head. Yeah, you yeah. know, to make it look like you've got the Dracula unless, hair. Unless there was always a kid in primary that kind of already had that. <laughs> yeah, so when it's they'd, already receded. When they'd it. come, be, yeah. wasn't it? when they'd come already dressed up, you'd be like, whoa. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fair shout we'll give you that I'm funny about them teeth I'd not seen them teeth in years but it's my wife's birthday on Friday and uh, obviously so close to Halloween that in the first couple of years we were together she'd have like a party at her mum's in, in Birmingham and it'd be a Halloween party the last one she had was I think, I think maybe three years ago four years ago and uh, her mum's boyfriend at the time uh, you know he was sound and he 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 was dressed as Dracula or a vampire or whatever, and he had a pair of them plastic teeth in. And I had a mate up uh, who'd come to Birmingham with me, and uh, I came in. I said, "Oh, his name was Kev," and I was like, "Oh, Kev, this is uh, my mate Val." And he was just like, "Yeah," you know, he was like, Hur! and couldn't really talk because his teeth had lodged in his mouth. And he went like this: he went and just like pulled these, these teeth out right, and it literally the noise was like this. <laughs> Oh. And all this stuff. I, I know people are going to be like, eh. All went on the floor, honestly. Then went to shake my mate's hand. And my mate was just kind of a bit like, you're all right, pal. You're all right. Um, but old school outfit. I'm going for one that I always remember my mum made it. And I know she was well proud. And if she listens to this, she's going to be buzzing. And it was, a, it was an old mummy costume. Now, they're easy, you know, toilet paper, whatever. But I remember my mum getting, like, a grey uh, joggers and, yeah. and jumper. I remember this. And she, I think she made it for me and it got passed down. Well, she might have remade it. I'm pretty that. sure you, we you all... Look at that, like, you're taking that from... Like, what happened? I thought you were bin bags <laughs> McGovern in your school uniform. No, I'm just saying you had to mix it up, but I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> here's the thing, most people did the mummies with toilet paper, but our mum... No, she she went because she worked at the hospital at the time. She used to get 
bare tubey grips on the go. <laughs> so then she'd cut, Bandages. The tube, cut the tubey grips up and stick them all on. And it was quality back in the day. But um, talking about that... Dob- remember, dobbing my mum in it. I remember, yeah. Why is, why is the NHS so underfunded? <laughs> Mum's just taking all the bandages for those mummy costumes. <laughs> and bin bags from the cleaners <laughs> for the Draculas. Um, I remember when we went to this we went to this Halloween party once and it was like when people... You know, I love last-minute costumes, mate. And it's yeah. just kind of like, oh, I've not got anything. I don't think I can go. Like, nah, you're sweet. I remember one of my mates, Slevzy, Went to a Halloween party and he was just like, I've got nothing to wear. And then people, everyone, find something. <laughs> I mean, that Dracula thing would have been a shout, but I remember him just going like, uh, just give us a sec. And he went upstairs, got an old bed sheet, just cut two massive eyes. He was like, I'm Casper. I'm Casper, the friendly ghost. Chuck this bed sheet on. It was so small. Kind of only covered his top off. So he had like jeans on. And like a, more like a KKK yeah, exactly, member. Yeah. Uh, right, so there you there your choices. I've gone for four this week. So Halloween back in the day film. So my choices were Hocus Pocus for the film, Monster for the song, Gingerbread Treats, whether it was a pumpkin or a witch's hat, and then the bin bag Dracula outfit with those plastic teeth. Um, Adam's gone The Witches by Roald Dahl film, Backstreet Boys as his song, Toffee Apples, and then. Uh, mummy outfits with mum raiding the NHS to get those tuby grips. We'll get the uh, poll up on Facebook very, very soon. But to finish off, uh, it's the return because he's just been on. He's just unreal, unreal form. I've got so much to share. Um, so we're bringing back Mank Kid. Mank yeah, Kid's back again is, because uh, I don't know if we, we need a theme for him, don't he's we? He's got his theme. Would you put it on? What is it? Happy Mondays? Yeah. Right, hang on. You need to just get this ready, because this is his theme. There we go. So, everyone, whatever you're doing now, pull over, do your little mank dance. Ready Hard for... shoulder it, people. <laughs> cool, the cops. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's brilliant, this, because um, last week before half-term was also parents' evening. Oh, yeah. So I think it was parents' evening on Monday, Tuesday. But for the week before, Mank Kid's been saying to the teacher, yeah, I miss, like, don't need to get me any work because I'm on holiday last week. I'm going to be on holiday. Like, don't get me any work because I'm on holiday. And um, so the teacher's like, right. But if you mentioned it once, you mentioned it a <laughs> yeah. thousand times that he was missing the last couple of days of school because he was going on holiday. Like, everything... Um, don't forget your PE kits. Won't need my PE kit. I'm gonna be on holiday, right? Be lying on a beach sipping Pinot Colados. <laughs> yeah. So, parents' evening. Mum comes in, and um, and the teach and the teacher's like, oh, so yeah, he's um, he's really looking forward to the holiday that you're going on. And the mum's like, um, what holiday? Because obviously he can't go out during term time. Yeah, yeah. What ho- holiday? Yeah, he, does, he won't stop talking about the holiday that he's going on. And she can see she's like, oh, God. Absolutely. Oh, God. So next day, Mank Kid comes in. He's like, yeah, I miss. Uh, not going to be here tomorrow because I'm going dentist. He does what? He'd come in. Like, mum's obviously gone home and gone, what are you doing? Tell him you're going yeah, on holiday. Yeah. You can't take time out. You should have just told him you're going dentist. So he's coming next morning like, miss like, 
I won't be here tomorrow because I'm I'm going dentist. <laughs> Mate, me molar's killing. <laughs> right. You're twisting my molar, man. <laughs> and then today, today the teacher texted me just saying he's he's been been on been on one. Let me just find the message quick. Right. So he said to a kid. He said to a kid. Um, <laughs> Just, I just went suck my balls. <laughs> yeah, suck my balls. Like having a girl like suck my balls, right? To which the teacher's gone lost it. Yeah, yeah. And because he's not, he's one of them where academic sides obviously not there, but he's quick in some ways because he just went nah. I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about my my mawam balls. <laughs> he's got these, you know, like the little mawam yeah, sweets. Yeah, they're like stripper balls. Yeah, isn't it? so yeah, yeah. obviously he's had them in the in his bag. So he's got that's, them confiscated. That's but too funny. I love kid. that. I love that as well. Just that actually. Um, that's people used to say that. Yeah. So my balls. Just like what? <laughs> Why? My chocolate solid ball. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the. So anyway, I need to introduce a new character because alongside Mank Kid, he's got a little sort of um, sidekick, yeah, right? Yeah. But you know, like um, you know, sidekicks are always a bit. He's he's just second a, best. Yeah, he's just. Th- in every I way, be man kid. no, he's not. He's not that he wants to be a man kid. He's just like his little minion, um, yeah, yeah, like Penfold type I character. Know, you know I what know. I mean? Like a like sidekick, yeah. Um, and he's obviously he's, he wants to be his best mate, but he can't help but dob him in all the time. Yeah. So he's not quite got the etiquette, and man kid like hangs around with him. Call but, him Dobby. <laughs> well, Dobby. I'll call Dobby. the kid Dobby. Yeah, just dobs him in all the time. So. The, the the teacher who's also the senko in the school is in her little room having a really uh, important meeting with um, the ed psych about one of the children yeah, in school. Yeah. Dobby, <laughs> knocks Good on the door. Dobby knocks on the door at break. Miss Miss, I've got something to tell you. Uh, and the teacher's like, um, "Is it really important?" Because I'm in. in having this really important meeting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really important. I've got to tell you now. Right, what is it? Man kids on a warning. <laughs> right? It's a split class. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the teacher teaches half the time. Right, so the teacher's like, okay, um, what was the response? Because this, when she said what she said back, was a, a, a line that every teacher must use. Um... What did the teacher say to the kid who said he's on a warning? So the, t- the kids come in like, man, kid's on a warning. And the um, teacher's gone, okay. Um, the teacher's gone, okay. Uh, and then she's gone, oh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. How does that, how does that involve me? No, no, it's oh. just, just concentrate on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. Just just look after yourself. Just Live your best life. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I'm sure... You do you, Dobby. <laughs> yeah. Dobby <laughs> and Man Kid are just bringing all sorts of um, bants to uh, to year three at the minute. So, yeah, Man Kid on, on all top All sorts formers. of goodies. Yeah. Had a, had a good holiday by all, all accounts. Well, <laughs> at the I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Probably giving some good mouthwash. <laughs> right, so um, that brings us to the end of another episode, guys. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you've... Um, uh, if you have, please go to the Apple Podcasts and, as always, leave a review. Thank you to everyone who has who have left a review. I'm sorry I can't speak today. Absolutely. I can't nightmare. speak! But, yeah, um, 
Now, thank you to everyone who has left a review because it really, really does help. It takes all the two minutes, but we really, really do appreciate it. We also appreciate the fact that um, we're getting loads of, I've had loads of messages from teachers who really enjoy listening to the podcast with their own kids. And they're saying that like a lot of the kid, kids who are listening keep quoting everything, like a lot of the episodes. So that's nice to know. Um, remember, you can still get tickets, handful of tickets left for the London live show. We would love to sell that one out. And come the next episode, we will hopefully have a really, really exciting announcement. Watch the space. <laughs> Just watch the space, guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the half term if you're on it. If not... Right, let's uh, dig in because there's only seven weeks Happy till Halloween. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> seven weeks till Christmas, and uh, yeah, we'll get there. So, thank you very much for listening. Take Cheers. care. All the best. <laughs>